to put it another way, it's all about professionalism. I say while Xavier is literally making this point while watching race <laughs> one at Wagga. <laughs> We're not, we're, we're not with this bet. That we're never, to get we're not out of a place here. Well, good day, everybody, and welcome back to the Hardball Gets AFL Show. Completely packed for work in the weekend. This podcast is brought to you by the new Mazda BT50 SP. It's a complete package. Today on the show, we've got the six points in the buy round. Um, we're also on YouTube now, so check us out. Go to YouTube, look for Hardball Gets, uh, like and subscribe. Take a look and let us know what you reckon. All right, let's get stuck in. Hardball Gets AFL Show. My name is Nick Rin, joined by Xavier Ellis and Chris Robinson. What's going on, hey gentlemen? Hey, guys. How are we doing? Oh, great to be here. Um, literally, mate, I just ate something for the first time, and it mm. was spectacular. The rice paper rolls from oh, the canteen. Oh, my lord. Rice paper rolls. I haven't really got into that area of my life, but uh, no, what was that, good. a shredded beef or something? Yeah, it's like a, yeah, some kind of beef. If I had known how good that was, so there was a bit of a... Bit of fish re- sauce to dip it in. Regret that I offered you one. Mm-hmm. But then Robert offered you one and said, yes, so great relief that you didn't have one because one wasn't mm-hmm. enough for me because that was outrageous. Yeah, I've got a, actually got a little bit stuck in my teeth and mm. be working on this whole podcast. And episode, she said to me down there, oh, do uh, schnitzel sandwich. I said, no, not for this rig. <laughs> oh, really? <Yeah. laughs> Just well, a rice paper roll. Well, though, being, yeah. being the Seven West Media Canteen, the rice paper, the actual paper is old newspapers. Newspaper. Editions yeah. of the newspaper. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Old articles Nick used to write. That's yep. right. Yep. That's all they're good for. We eat them up and keep them close to our heart. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't, yeah, I was thinking the other day, I couldn't tell you. What was your last, last article? Oh, I did one last year. It was a. I was doing the, the Sunday, it was on, in Saturday doing the Sunday paper, mm. and there was stuff kicking around about an Oscar Allen contract and we had all our reporters at games so I right. had to so dust off the boots and make Polish a few calls. off. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, beyond that, like, no, I don't, don't know. know. I couldn't okay. tell you. Hmm. Been a while. You mates with West Coast at the moment? I haven't. Well, I don't do much of the day-to-day stuff yeah. anymore but I think there's is the ice is thawing a little bit. Is it? Yeah, because but also it, not. Yeah, right. Because it, it just fluctuates. It does. Yeah. Where at Frio, has that always been a pretty amicable relationship or similar? Uh, it's been well. It's more amicable as I've been sports editor. Yeah, like you, know, you always have your run-ins with them when you're a journo. Um, hmm. But that's a smoother ride, I would yeah. say that. I actually need to catch up with a journo. Um, Do you? Perth now? Does Perth now journos just write for Perth now? They've been everywhere. Uh, They've been everywhere. Who is okay. it? Um, <laughs> no, just after <laughs> we're recording, guys. Uh, last podcast we did, um, Xavier Allen's calls for Zane, uh, Dane Zorko to be banned in capital letters. And then, there's, then, capital letters on and, then and then there's a quote attributed to me, like a direct quote, which wasn't me. And I got abused on social media about like, oh, you broken players code, you dickhead. And I was like, what? What's happened? Like, you've called from a new band. I said, show me where I've called from a new band. And like, they zoomed in on a headline. I was like, no, mate. Like, actually, <laughs> actually find what it said. And it was bloody Rhino. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> Right, I've, I've got the name, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bit of abuse on a Monday night, exactly what I wanted. Um, so generally we do hardball bets off the back of the yeah. show. We're going to move it a bit up the order this week because with, with not as much footy to punt on, uh, you've got a horse that's running pretty quickly. <laughs> a horse that's running in eight minutes, guys. Right, We're heading well, to Wagga. This is the worst start to an episode ever. Hardball bets. Thanks to the Tab Touch app. 
Oh, what do you got? See, I think it's a strong start to the podcast. To be honest. <laughs> this is what the people want. Just a, just a bit of everything. So imagine someone tuning in for the first time, just going, I've heard a bit about this podcast. So yeah. just incisive. And you know, they go, they go footy. The, this is outrageous. How good is this? The bloke took us to Wagga in the first eight minutes. <laughs> if you, if you um, get it up, all is forgiven. We're going to Wagga Wagga. We're going to race one. We're going to back Just Boogie. And I'll fix her up at $41 on our Tab, tab Touch app. $41 to win, $10 to place. Just boogie. Trained by Tim Donnelly and Jordan Mallion on top. I'm going to have a little interest on that five each way. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go uh, AFLW starting up this week. So I've paired together uh, Frio at the line against Brisbane away. Mm, me too. It's a generous a line. It's a very generous line. Yeah. Very yep. quiet start. To W AFLW, yeah, I think it's the only fit. Like, it feels like it only just finished. But I mean, there's been can... so much made of which we're going to talk about the All Australians stuff last night. And, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. As, hasn't that just overshadowed the entire W? Kind of has. Do you know it, what right? I did last night? AFLW Fantasy Team. Did you? Together. Yep. AFLWFantasy.com. Yeah, yep. yep. uh, I think that the Get growth involved. this year has been great. Has it? Yeah. Yep. Uh, money to be won there mm-hmm. um, again. When that's not a plug because we don't get anything out of it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, there yeah. you go. Uh, so free at the line twenty and a half. Um, then I'll go Port at the line, which is nine and a half against Port, West Coast. Port are going to be good, I think. Port are going to be good, and West Coast probably not, not so good. Yeah. Um, which is why I think, uh, yeah, the, the nine and a half line, uh, I'll take that. Yeah, generous. Uh, and Adelaide over Melbourne, and that all packages up at $7.21. Adelaide over Melbourne, run me through that. Well, it's just they're both top of the ru- like top of the rung. It was pretty good value. Adelaide's found like 220 or No something. flipper. Hey. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but that's they still have a Tell strong side Aaron Phillips. I don't know, probably. Flipper? It'll work. Know. Anyway. It'd probably call it Ez or Aaron. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, 721. I thought it was a bit of value there. So uh, there Well we done. I like it. Go for it, mate. I'm going a little bit longer term. Gary Ayres Award across oh, the, final the player. best player ah, of the yes. finals. So you're going a futures. I'm going futures. <laughs> really well, right the, the week to week isn't working for me, is when it? When is this so, announced and how? When are we? When's uh, that last At podcast? the end of the grand final. <laughs> so... But it's more about the fans okay, and just yeah. making sure that they can get on as well. Don't overthink it. Clayton Oliver, $9. Get it done. Okay. I do like that. Yeah, that's not bad. Who Barry Oliver, what's going on with his hair? It's like he's waiting to put dreadlocks in it or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, my favourite, I don't think he actually won it in the end, but the favourite player like riding through the finals who was just like a gun every week was... Um, uh, Wait, Liam Pickin. Liam Pickin. Oh, yeah. yeah. 2016. How yeah, long he just jumped up every game. Yep. His game went from being a dour, tagging defender sort of He's bloke like to like forward. an uncanny goal sneak who had unbelievable skills. Yeah, he was huge. He could have got yeah. the norm. I actually backed him for the norm, and he would have finished in the votes, wouldn't he? Ah, uh, well, nah. Pretty sure he did. Boyd, Kennedy... Boy, Johansson won it. Yeah, a couple of yeah. He was very good. Hasn't Johansson fallen off the face of the earth? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he his contract came up a year too late. Had it come up the year before, which was just after the grand final. Yeah, he would have been making some big big. I don't dollars. think he would have missed out. No, but he signed it, early, and I know we tagged West Coast tagged him. When I say we uh, West Coast tagged him round one or something straight yeah, away. Right. And, uh, Mark Hutchinson, I think, fought him all day, and I was like, well. This is what you've got now. Yeah, you're in a hiding to nothing. Yeah. Do you know who the player that we just, before we go on, who we don't think about enough out of that final series for the 2016 Bulldogs? The uh, prelim hero. Smith. Clay, Clay Smith. Smith had 26 and four goals in the yeah. prelim. Did he yeah. have that, did he? It's huge. In a tight, in that tight GWS prelim. Yeah. They are absurd numbers. Who's yeah. putting up 26 and four in a prelim? Big game. Unreal. Well, Shout out Clay game. Smith. That's probably my favourite game of football. Was Great it? game. Yeah, I think so. That I, the grand final was pretty good too. The grand final was good. Yeah, there was always a thing in the back of my mind with the grand final. Like Sydney got absolutely reamed. 
There was a fair few decisions which didn't go their way throughout oh, the day. Right Buddy, and Buddy hurts his ankle early. Yeah. Like there's a, it, it was not Sydney's day. No, it wasn't Sydney's um, day. But it was that was the best thing, best sporting event I've been to live. That one, okay, easily. I like it. But the prelim was probably my favourite game. Beautiful. I was very. I was in Brisbane. I was very under the weather. Still oh. at the five pm start to that game. I was still struggling. What were you doing in Brisbane? It was an NBL preseason series covering all the big, the big stories. That was a big story, and that was early days where Larry Larry Kesson had just bought the league, so he, right. was, he was paying for everything. Okay, so, oh, like, really? Come up and have a look what yeah, we're doing. Yeah, room service. You know, the I was yeah, nice. Didn't leave the bed that uh, <laughs> till the that, no, a bit later shocked. that evening. Good, good thing you had the room service. Good thing you had the room service. Yeah. A bit shocked when they saw the videos Nick had been ordering. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, all right. Well, oh, before we get into, so what we're going to do today for the six points is we're going to yep. do. Some of our own awards, it's given that it's award season, so we're going to go through MVP, Defender of the Year, Recruit of the Year, Most Improved, uh, Coach of the Year, and Best First Year. So before we get into that, let's talk about last night's awards, yeah. all Australian, all the rest. Um, Sicily. Sicily, unlucky, I thought. Maynard, I think Maynard took that spot, would you say? Or maybe Tom Stewart. You can yeah. mount a case at Tom Stewart, yeah, who missed yeah, the four games. games. And yeah. then even when he yeah. came back, wasn't quite Tom but Stewart he was probably, for a lot was he, of it. Was he the best defender before he went out, though? Did, did he really done but the I damage? Think it, I think the first few rounds he was quiet, wasn't he? And wasn't then, he just, then he ticked into it. Yeah, could, like, I, might be forge- I might be forgetting something mm. here. But, um, what, what's, the, what's the threshold on games, do you think? I think that 17 is pretty close. You're missing like four or five. Yeah, I think if it's if you're missing four or five, you've got to be you've got to tick every box yeah, for the other ones, right? You've got to be yeah. absolutely the best, like inarguably the best player yeah. in your position. I, mean, I think also Tom Lynch was stiff. Like, I mean, stiff. He's, he's four goals off the Coleman and he missed four games. Yeah, he would have won the Coleman by 15. The yep. way he's going at the moment. Yeah. Going I, off his head. Mm. I th- yeah, I think it was Lynch or, or Hawkins, right? Well, you have to give you, it. You cook. couldn't pick both. Well, I wouldn't. I would have taken. If there wasn't a medal you were attached, about to say, you would have left the Coleman get... medalist out. Well, you, no, but you, if there wasn't like a, an automatic selection, you'd have to put it in the conversation that Tom Lynch is four games less and kicked four goals less. Yeah. I but, mean, but then again, he's missed four games, which... No, I get that. Yeah. You reward that. But yeah. then, yeah. Then, it's a blessing like, in it could, You could have been like, guys, we have a lot of Geelong players in this forward line. Yeah. Surely, like... Oh, well, let's talk about the age-old conversation around wingers then, because I'll oh, use... Yeah. I'll, yeah. Uh, Took, Miller, Took Miller, 2%, 2% yeah. of game what time this year starting and, and do you know what that is? Mills would have been a bit higher because uh, he, he kind of bounced 18. a bit. Yeah. Oh, he's right, okay. But the one that uh, – so we pick a small forward, Stangle. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, there's, we are playing to positions there, yeah. Yeah, a pressure forward. Even so, with Maynard in the back pocket, yeah. they kind of did that as well. Yeah, so yeah. pressure forward, yeah, Maynard as well. Mm-hmm. So we've identified that there's roles within this team, yes. and there's roles to be played. As yep. you said, Maynard can be but a never lockdown. on the wing. That's the one uh, place Stengel. where there's not a role. So why the hell and do we Blitzav's have serves as a utility? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, head to head, who would you have, Blitzav or Roy Led? Yeah, Roy Led. Roy yeah, Led. Roy Led's yeah. the other one. In a heartbeat. Yeah. No, but you go well. They, they would justify um, Blitzav's by saying he, he does. What, he could go on the ruck. He could play on the wing. Mm. He could go half forward, half back. So he's a role there, and that's why he's selected. But they don't identify an actual position on the ground. Yeah. But they're happy to identify roles. I agree. Also, if you're going to fudge the wing thing, as good a season as Tuke Miller had, if you're going to fudge the wing thing, chuck Andrew Brayshaw in the 18, please. Get yeah. him off the bench. Much chuck him, chuck him on yeah. the wing instead of Tuke were, Miller. Were we surprised that uh, Andy, who we spoke to this morning, won the MVP? I was. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I mean, he's in the top three or four in the conversation, right? For Brownlow. Yeah. Uh, no, just for just for the best season of anyone. Uh, I mean, and I mean we're gonna hurt, get to this in our own. His last month hurt him where he had a pretty quiet last month. 
uh, which is never ideal. But they all, to they all had a quiet last month. They, like, Clary had a, a thumb and then mm, was quiet. Yeah, Neil fell uh, away a little Lockie bit. Neil fell away with a couple of tags. Mm. Uh, so they all Connor had, Rosie had the Connor Rosie went off his head. I'm glad he went in. Yeah. He was... He give it here again. Like he was, you could mount a, an argument that he was the most damaging midfielder for half yeah. the season. Do, do you know but what the first half he wasn't in there. Do you know what I'd like about Andy winning it? One, he's a good fellow. He's two that like Melbourne players go. Let's vote Gus's brother because you can't vote yeah, for your own yeah, team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're eliminated. So you automatically were slamming fifty votes from there. Yeah. West Coast with Hammer, who Hamish, who works there. Oh like, yeah. He's got. He's let's vote brothers. for Let's vote vote for Hammer's brother. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so how good that he won that medal uh, or trophy or whatever. It and is. Yeah. I mean, it shows you that. I mean, they probably talk about him uh, going into Fremantle games. Like he'd probably be the focus for a bit of the the pre-match discussion. In, well, in the it, it was their best player. Yeah, that's right. And so that's like that adds a little bit to it as well. Well, yeah, you're right. So, I suppose if you come up against Melbourne, yeah, you're, you're, t- talk you're about talking Gorn, about Gore, and then guy. Christian Petrarch, if he goes forward, mm. and Salem maybe off mm. half back, and what May and them do in the air. Yeah, but he's but one Freo, A. He's probably one A. Yeah, list. you're right. No, he's a good choice. And the coaches' votes, which is the one I love. Yeah, I'm yeah. big on the coaches because literally you're coaching you're the coaches who know what's going on to start with. You know, who except who except knowing which Warner brother it is to vote for. Oh yeah, that's yeah. True. When they mixed up Chad yeah, and Corey, Chad. <laughs> but um, other than that, they know how to do or it. Or do we think that they just put C Warner and then whoever someone put it in right? Yeah, and maybe. So, then someone saw it and went, oh. Uh, anyway, I like the coach association, Took and uh, Clary. Mm-hmm. I think they've been outstanding, and they're probably well. Clary for mine was the. We'll get to it in a bit, but uh, mm. I think that's the award that I love the most because it's, it's live, it's voted on the spot. The people who are voting are the coaches. Win, lose, or draw, you have to do it. It's not like a throwaway. Every coach does it seriously. Yeah, uh, I, I like that. Award. Is he? And that, that was the first moment we spoke about this off air that it appeared like something must have been going awry with the teleprompters. Yeah, that was the first moment where Simon Goodwin. His part of that coaches one, I just looked at him and went, is he all right? Yeah, no, that, well, he that was when a bit I was off. trying to read the teleprompter or whatever was going on. Yeah, he's squinting. Something was and... going wrong, uh, and which, which I made the point that I reckon you're better just to get up there and go, righto, um, Goody and Shui Ju, you've spoken in front of thousands of thousands of times. Yeah. Took wins, Clary wins. Bring it together, go. Yeah, like it's not <laughs> like that. It's not like that. lift the sponsors or anyone they had to go through, or mm. uh, and then um, Kath missed the. So from that, then Kath went in and missed the sponsor of the NAB Rising Star Award, where they had to bring out the bloke who was going to present the. Oh, so then that was missed, and you're like, well, I think something's going awry here, and that's where a couple of notes in the hand are just handy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in, to put it another way, it's all about professionalism. I say, while Xavier is literally making this point while watching race <laughs> one at Wagga. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, we're not with, the, with this bet that we're, never, to we're out. not out of a place here we're not out of the place what's it called blame just it on boogie. the boogie just no nah, we've dropped off we're dead <laughs> no nah, we're dead and buried no nah, no good back <laughs> to the drawing board <laughs> you don't get a second vote in the hardball bets you just don't like, can we edit out. that out I'm going to do an AFL <laughs> <one>. <laughs> uh, but yeah so there's a, no, I mean that was a, so Sicily's the one that stood out for me and I think the uh Corey Mobilio, who's a champion data analyst, yes. and one who works with us. Very he good tweeted numbers. out he's the number one key def- number one ranked key defender. Yeah. Number one for disposals, meter gained, and marks in the position. No- number two for intercepts. Um, number one for marks. Yeah, intercepts are different. Uh, marks can be manipulated by chip, chip, chip in the back line. Disposals can be manipulated by defenders. But you had him in your, two, t- in your six best players of the year. No, he's outstanding. No, no, yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying stats in general. I know, with the, with these a- defenders, I want someone to go out and just put up on the. These are actually what they average. Get rid of the six or seven kick-ins they have a game. 
Uh, yeah, Someone's going to do an audit, like a so, stat so audit. So that's Sam Doherty didn't make it because maybe someone did go, hey, without the seven kick-ins, he averages 21. Oh, the kick-ins. I forgot about the kick-ins. I think Joe, they, just, they couldn't justify putting four Carlton players in or, for a club yeah. that missed the yeah. finals. But I mean, three, like, three was yeah. enough. And, and Sam yeah. Walsh kind of got stung yeah. by that as well. I but think. even the metres gain. Like if I run, if I take the kick-in, run my 20 metres, yeah, kick at 50, 50, I get yeah. 70 metres for that. <laughs> and I haven't done anything. So like some of that stuff's kicking related. Um, what do you think of Hawkers, Captain? Your mate? Yeah, I like it. I, I think that it's a make believe team. Yeah, like, it is. They're not playing anyone. It's just a make believe team. Uh, and to start with, he's a leader. He's just been behind Joel Selwood, who's been one of the greatest leaders of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, got, I've got absolutely no dramas. I think it's if I'm playing and Bud was cut. Bud. Uh, 2018, Captain. Yeah, yep. he was 20. He was if I'm turning up to a game of make believe football, I want Bud Franklin my captain. Yeah. Why not? Like Hawkins is unselfish. He's great. He's a goal kicker. He's a star. Like, what does it matter? I would love to be fly on the wall for these conversations. Like, how they get there. Well, I think Kate like, Horns on the panel. Yeah. So I, I saw a tweet that he, or he on radio said this morning everyone voted for Hawkins. Really? Coincidentally. Yeah. There you go. Um, what was the next thing I was going to talk about? Oh, let's just get stuck into the, yeah. the things now, eh? All right. So we'll kick it off with yeah, MVP for this season. You guys, uh, no, mine first. Uh, I think it's clear. I, I think this bloke's the best player in the competition. I've said it. I've got a crush, Clary Oliver. Mm-hmm. I think he's the best player. And as you've just gone with uh, the Gary Ayres medal, I think you predict he's one of the best players too. But uh, yeah, the MVP for me is uh, Clarence Oliver. Yeah, I've done the same. I was half tempted last night, just given the Brayshaw got the 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 award. I was like, oh, I could sneak him in. But um, yeah. but I, I like on reviewing it. I think it's it's Clary Oliver because it's just. He's got that perfect balance of inside outside. Yeah. Like he, and people he, forget that too. Like people who don't watch Melbourne enough go, oh, he's inside, but he's not. He, no, mate, he's, he's, yeah, he's great kick. He's somehow got some speed too. Like yep. how many times a game do you see him run with it? And you go, oh, yeah. oh, he's not that fat kid that they drafted. Like, yeah, he, that's he's right. He's got some speed. He's um, twenty six pressure acts as well. Like he, he's got yeah, that up tough. for him. Seven score involvements, eight and point seven clearances, and he averaged thirty three and a half disposals for the year. Mm-hmm. Like the only downside on his year was three goals. Um, down from eleven last mm. year, so, but they're still in the still finished and, second, and, uh, and just doesn't have bad games, right? Doesn't have he bad just games. doesn't have bad games, or like has his bad games are a bit different. Where it was like when Frio, when James Ash sat on him, where he just goes, okay, well I'll just move out of the way and mm-hmm. make it make it. And, work and I don't think out. he handled that very well either. No, no, no. When Aish went to him, I think now if Aish went to him in a well, sorry, the second, second game, time, so the first time he didn't handle yes. it well because the Melbourne just shut up shop and they were winning by. Five goals or whatever it yeah. was at half time. I think they just thought it was going to keep on keeping on. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, if Clary has a quiet one, what does it matter? It's fine. But all of a sudden, five goals went to four, three, two, one, and Clary was out of the game. Yeah. Um, I'm happy with Clary. Brayshaw, very, very close. Um, let me just throw up a counterpoint, though. Mm. In terms of most value, and this is how you want to look at most valuable this, MVP. I think I know what you're going to say this here. is going to be what it is. In terms of the most important player to their team. Yeah. So if we look at Melbourne across the final series to come up right now, if you're Sydney or Geelong or Collingwood or whoever, and you get the chance to take out one Melbourne player for the whole final series, so yeah. you don't have to play against him, is it Oliver you're taking out or uh, is it someone else? Well, it's funny. I, I, I because I'd said, be taking someone else. I would have said Petrarca for ages. I would have said Petrarca. But I went most valuable in terms of consistency mm-hmm. was, yeah. was high on my yep. agenda being how valuable I rate the consistency. So I think if it was a one-gamer, a one-game over a final series, you got four goes at it. Mm-hmm. One game on Petrarca, just because I've seen him doing a final game. But the whole final series. I just think that he's, he's balance of consistency. What I about Stephen I, I, May? Yeah, I was about to say Stephen yeah. May. Stephen May's my guy. 
They look all at sea when he's not there. Yeah. So Stephen May. So when he plays this year, you plays your a- MVP for the season. Sorry, Stephen May's your MVP. No, no, no. This is my sort of counter oh, argument right, as okay. far as like okay. I'm, I'm, happy Wait, I'm happy with Clary. I'm happy with Clary. We're just shooting the shit. Just for Sorry, mate, I was just, yeah, When he plays a full like game a this year, call. they're sixteen and three. Yeah. So they and he he's the I mentioned this a few weeks ago. He's the one defender who makes who warps the opposition attack. You you have to know where he is mm, yeah. and go around him. And if you don't, like we saw with that Frio Friday night game a few yeah. weeks oh, ago, he, he'll just eat you up. Yeah. And conversely, go to the other end of the ground. I think Tom Lynch now at Richmond, mm. in mm. terms of value, like you move him out of there. And then all of a sudden you're like, gee, I hope Bolton kicks five. Or yeah. then you're starting to hope for things you haven't seen a lot. I think this year, the second half of this year especially. Well, the first half, and then there was a block where Lynch missed. Exceptional. And that was kind of my argument. I tossed up between Oliver and Jeremy Cameron. Yeah. And I thought that's probably my argument. You take Cameron out, they can still, like, and we've yeah. seen, they can still get it done. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just, and he's very important to them, but not quite as important as these other guys playing at a similar yeah. level. Yeah, and that goes with May as well. The the wheels started to, all relative, the wheels started to fall off with Melbourne around the time when mm. May went Punch out in, in that first Frio game. Then the off-field stuff happened. Yeah. And that's when they started to look shaky. He's returned to form in the past few weeks. They're starting Was to there any better. doubt that May wasn't going to be in the All-Australian team only off the back of the derailing, like punching up your mate, teammate and stuff? That's the only thing I started to think was... Maybe out of a bull- they, they've I taken they've taken something against the Steve. I mate. think you could have mounted. I think you could have mounted a case for it if they'd lost on Friday night yeah. and they'd fallen out of that top four. If they'd yeah, fallen to yeah, six and then gone, well, yeah. they've slid a little bit, but he, they finished yeah. second. But, and you he's in that position we've spoken about before, where someone's got to take it off him. Yeah, yeah. clearly, yeah, yep. definitely. Yep. Did you say did you actually have a MVP? I'm happy with Clary. Yep. Okay. Yep. You're all on with Clary. Uh, all right, Defender of the Year. Well, well, I'm just doubling down on Stephen May. Yeah, for for yeah. all of the points. the The other number that I had was when he has six rebounds or more. They're twelve and one. So if you give yeah. him enough of a chance to have an impact, to take marks, kicks it nicely too. To kick he? it nicely, Ooh. if you give him that, then they'll beat you. Okay, plain and simple. I'm going to throw up uh, my man Sam Taylor. Mm. Great year. Uh, only six wins since in the last twenty years. He's number two ever, like number two, uh, number three on that list of intercept possessions. Mm. So uh, average nine and a half this season. Yeah. So first was uh, Rance and Lever was in there as well, but Lever was a second defender. So I yeah. mean, it's easy to intercept when you're not playing on the keys because mm-hmm. you got less to worry about. But number three on that in twenty years, two hundred nine off the top of my head, mm. it was like, that is unbelievable Huge. for a bloke who. There wasn't a lot of momentum about Sam Taylor either. It was like the last game blew him over the line. And they were going to last four or five rounds. I was going to say, the, the rec- not that he didn't deserve it, but the recency bias yeah. aspect to it. If you're going to save a big game, save it for the two the, the day before or the two Monday days meeting. before they yeah. meet. Because yeah. he was phenomenal in that free yeah, game. Yeah, so Sam Taylor for mine, um, just because the back to the wall. Same way you could mount a case for Tom Brass, but I think people forget Tom Brass had a well, West Coast. Someone argued with me on Twitter, Taylor over Barras. Mm-hmm. And it's had a few points um, around Sam Taylor. But also, West Coast conceded 77 more goals yeah. than Giants, who finished third last. <laughs> 77. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't. It's going to be hard. You'd be hard-pressed to find it. Yeah. Out of there so I don't care what you're doing. You're not doing your... And, like, Hearn was still there. McGovern was there yeah. early. Um, they had Duggan there. Like, it's not like they had... The kids weren't back there. No, and like, it. and so I just that was what I sort of thought was a hold up against Tommy. It's so tough to do it in a team that only wins two games. Yeah, as yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Like even, going into historically, and he had a, he did have quite a few goals kicked on him, Tommy. But some of the times when there's three running at you, 
Yeah, you, what are you, you got to choose <laughs> yeah. something. Like yeah. at least that you look at um, whatever choice you make is going to be bad. Yeah, Melbourne and those guys—they're coming from everywhere. It was Tommy Brass was on an island trying to defend four, <laughs> yeah. and then someone kicks a goal and they go, Brass, and you're like, mate, you could have stopped anyone. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so I've gone with Sam Taylor as well. I just thought I was half leaning towards someone like Sicily, but. Um, I, I prefer to give this one to like a pure defender. Yeah. So he and his split, like he wasn't just intercepting in the air, like his ground balls in defensive fifty. One percent. He just, he just the does. Cop, I think. Doesn't yeah. matter where the ball is, he can stop it. Yeah. Um, and I, think, I, I, this was a little bit of a hard stat to find, so I might have cooked it. But it was one on one losses. There's only sort of thirteen percent that he's lost across the season. Where where do these stats come from? I tried to find the real in depth ones when the bloke was. Sort of conversing with me on Twitter. Oh, stats politely. Pro, there's a decent like. Is there okay. averages? I'd rather yeah. see like a when it's like a one. Some of them are averaged out where it's like, well, I need to see the actual number for this. Yeah, and you can't do that. Um, What's called? But it's pretty good. AFL Stats Pro, just on the stats. Tab. Oh no, nah, I made a formal complaint to Nathan Smook about that. Did you? It's no good. It wasn't working the other night when I needed it. Well, like, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's potential there. <laughs> but uh, you know, Shmuka doesn't run that website. Don't <laughs> yeah, done. But at least I, at least I went somewhere <laughs> at the AFL. Someone employed by the organisation. <laughs> All right, on to recruit of the year. This is just about the easiest one, is it not? Are you, did well, you guys have trouble so with this? It was, it was two people. This is just about the easiest one that we just didn't even have to. Tyson Stengel had played 16 oh, AFL right. games no, before this year. Oh, he played 16 AFL yeah. games before this year, and now he's an All-Australian. Yeah. Are you guys saying it's not Tyson no, Stengel? No, I went Tyson Stengel. Yeah. No, I went Will Brody. You can absolutely mount a case yeah. for Brody, yeah. but Stengel, by way of... 46 goals, 25. Well, who would have thought that the Fremantle midfield without... No, he's replaced a two-time Brownlow medalist. Yeah. But you think that's more surprising than if you, I, this time Stengel, 12 months I'm, ago, look at the All-Australian team well, for 12 was, months and go, sorry, mm, does that say T Stengel? Yeah, no, I know. That's small forward in a good side. And I'm outstanding. I just think Will Brody was. People laughed at him. Yeah, like I've got him. Well, I've got him for another rule. Right. So people laughed at him coming to Fremantle because he was on five hundred thousand. No one had ever heard of him. And they gave him a. They gave Fremantle a pick as well to take him. It was. It was a joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he he's got into the conversation where what do we do with Nat Five started because mm-hmm. Will Brody was going amazing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't play enough game time. I think he needs to be. He, is he not, I don't think is he's that fit. not? Uh, that not? I think he's a runner through the year. Yeah, but I don't think he's a runner. So yeah, that was okay. his, always his um, uh, criticism. Not, yeah, was they've obviously found the run. sweet spot and gone. This is where we'll get the so most. So the game out of time's low, but in and then that hurt can hurt other players that need to play more that probably mm-hmm. aren't up to it. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think Will Brody because I thought it was a bit of a joke him turning up. At, and playing yeah. and earning five hundred thousand, and then now and getting a pick set, and now you're like, Will Brody's keeping that five out of the midfield. Yeah. Like I don't know, that's what I just landed mm-hmm. on. Never, oh, phenomenal yeah. season. Never stopped as well. Like you expected at some point. Yeah, like, this, a, this was this was a, a, a pan. Yeah, yep. nah, never stopped. And even uh, he had a quiet one or two, and you go, yeah. ah, there he goes. But that, and yeah. then he's back at leading the disposal getters the other day. That's I what like, I thought. Jesus. Like he reached a level, yeah. and they just never left it. Like, never yeah. wavered more than 10% better or worse. So, they just at this level of, like, you know, yeah. 27 and... And, like, Will Brody couldn't do that in the Melbourne midfield. I wouldn't have thought. You know, with Petrarca, Oliver, yeah, Vine, yeah. and us and stuff. But he just found a special little niche. Mm. Uh, perfect timing for Fife to be injured. So, there was no fighting for you, or, you know, nervous or being a... Like, Sam Mitchell, when he first started playing, was, like, Daniel Harford's reserve player, essentially. So, like, yeah. Daniel Harford would be in the midfield. Whenever he needed to come off or have a breather, Sam, Sam Mitchell would get a go. Up. And that's what it would have been if Fife was out there. And he wasn't, so there. 
Uh, yeah, but I've gone Stengel as well. I just like the, the he sort of fits a need age wise and position wise a little bit yeah. more class at the feet of those the big fellas. Mm-hmm. Um, like they had a, you just worried more about a Tyson Stengel than you are like a Grind Myers those kind of yeah. Guys. I remember speaking to Joel Selwood about that about um, Stengel, and Joel been around forever, straight as an arrow. Um, and I was like, he was caught with drugs, wasn't he, Stengel? Mm, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, um, he had a couple of different runs. Yeah, a few little run-ins, and then Joel. Just told me about like his upbringing and his background and like how proud that he's got a second opportunity. I was like, I haven't mm. even speak about anyone in that way of, mate. He's come from a fair way back, really, and now he's here. Uh, we back. Joel Selwood's in love. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah. And now, sure enough, in all Australia, I mean, that's what can happen: second chance and getting a bit of respect mm. and love from Hawkins, Cameron, Selwood, Duncan. Yeah, you know, some big name players that you've yeah, looked up totally. to. And at Adelaide, he was a reserves in and out, popping in and out, playing and some other, good games. The other thing that happened at Adelaide is Eddie really took him under his wing. I think he lived yeah. with him, and then Eddie left. Yep. But yeah. I, I but I still had a recollection of him having played more than 16 games coming into this year. In my mind, yeah. he had played 30 or 40 kind of club thing. number three, isn't it? What yeah. was the first one? Richmond. Richmond. Yeah, played on only two or four or something at he Richmond. Was, he was first-round pick, wasn't he? Like 15, 16? Uh, either late first or early second, yeah. I think. So yeah. there was some supplement issues with Stangle too. I just had to clarify that. But uh, Yeah, okay. Yeah, no. He, <laughs> last night, too, actually, one of the highlights was um, Bolton speaking. Mm-hmm. And he was asked about yeah, Stengel. Yeah, spoke really well. Yep. And then did you see when they crossed back to the, uh, I don't know, who Jordan Lewis was talking, and Stangle and Bolton had the handshake? And, uh, did you not see yeah. this? Didn't see that. Bit. Oh, mate, it was so smooth. Went for like 25 seconds of clicking <laughs> fingers and slapping and rapping and bagging. I was like, mate, imagine me. I just look people in the eye and go, nice to meet you, mate. <laughs> yeah. They were cool. Like, they were cool. Anyway, they, they, and they obviously were drafted uh, similar time together. Pick six rookie draft. What was it? Pick six rookie draft 2017. Who's that? Stengel. I thought he was like a first rounder. Uh, to Richmond. He's a rookie draft pick. Is that right? Richmond, Adelaide, Geelong. So I don't know what Geelong, what Adelaide used to get him, but yeah, because it, it was. I thought it was a decent like. I trade. might have been to get him to Adelaide, but he was a rookie selection to yeah, start right. with. Yeah, I thought he was higher than that. There you go. Richmond Tigers in the 2017 rookie draft. Okay, yeah. um, on to most improved. So this is where I've gone, Will Brody. So there's going to be a little bit of overlap here, obviously. Yeah, there is, and yep. this is because he like. I mean, let's go pure numbers. 2021, he's averaging 12.8 disposals in his few opportunities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This year, he averaged 27.6. You know, 1.6 tackles and 2.4 clearances last year, up to five and almost six. And before this year, so he's played five, probably four or five years at the Gold yeah. Coast. Some years, one year, I think he played but about like 18 re- games. Rarely so played. I don't even remember him playing, really, yeah. And, and had bites at it, but also just couldn't touch them, couldn't get the yeah. footy. Um, so before this year, he had no games where he got 30-plus disposals. Mm. This year he had six. Like yeah. it's just The leap he made, like we just spoke about it before, the right person, right time, mm-hmm. right club. Yeah, um, yeah. It, 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 some people just get unlucky where they land. Mm. Look at the Melbourne Demons players that were drafted really high. Like the, Every one of them failed, essentially. Yeah. And then you look at some players that landed Geelong and they're nurtured and then bang, oh, yeah. perfect timing, perfect spot. Yeah, it just things fall into line for And you. it's a bit of that, like, yeah, when you're at a club for that long and they're trying to make it work, like, you get too caught up on all the things that you need yeah. to do, whereas here they're just like, we like you do this, this, and this. Just yeah. do that. Do, do those three things and we will not have a yeah. complaint in the world. Same. Then. I remember it was a similar thing of Brad Shepard in his early years at West Coast where he was sort of chopped in, like, put in different positions. They didn't really know what it was. And then yeah. one day someone said, oh, you're a halfback. And he went, oh, yeah, okay, I'm a halfback. And yeah. it just, he worked. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Will Brody. 
Sure did. Um, yeah, so Brody and Stengel we've covered off. Um, others in the content, others in contention. Marby or Chol kicked forty four yeah. goals for Gold Coast. Oh, very, very we know he's filling in for King, but yeah. I don't think anyone saw that coming. Nah, I heard a funny break with James Brayshaw on uh, Triple M. They call him Two Phones. <laughs> Reckons he gets a lot of action on one phone. <laughs> that they, they were commentating him walk out to Marvel on the weekend, and the roof was closed. They reckon he had no phone reception, <laughs> so he walked straight back in. <laughs> on two phones himself. <laughs> so I agree, though, unbelievable. That's great. In yeah. terms of guys who, in terms of guys who didn't switch clubs, so were just most improved um, on the same kind of list at mm-hmm. their own club. Jack Sinclair's got to be in the conversation. Yeah, he, he was just one of the. Jacks at yep. St Kilda, whereas he became an All Australian lock by about what round twelve or something. Yep. I still cannot get over that Mark Robinson from the Herald Sun for so like this was three or four times over the last few weeks included him on a like potentials list. I was like, mate, he's been a lock. He's in there yeah. for so long. Yeah, he's yeah, in yeah. There. no one's been better as a halfback than him. Um, Tim English is another guy in that conversation who really sort of just died a little bit though. Went to the yeah. next level. Yeah, it it fizzled out it after sort of two thirds. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And then the injury, and then it kind of fizzled away from there. But I feel like he went to the next level for yep. most of the season yeah, when he was healthy. Um, who else for guys who improved from their own clubs? Oh, Obviously, guys like Brayshaw, etc. Yeah, and Bolton. I think Bolton took another. Bolton yeah, went to the next but level. But no, yep. not, not the hugest step in the world. But yep. he's already at a good level. And Rosie as well. I mean, Chad Warner's in this conversation somewhere. As yeah, far as most true. improved, but it's very like when it's like first or second year. Normally, you're like well, you expect that kind yeah, of. Yeah, I've got one that I don't surprising. reckon you'll go with. Who's that? Uh, well, uh, Chad Warner was me. Uh, Tom Adkins at Geelong. Yeah, yeah. I reckon his yeah. improvement. Yeah, not even so much of getting Brownlow votes or whatever, but how much his life is making. Selwood has a rest every month now or mm. every six weeks. Mm. Uh, no need for Mitch Duncan to rush back whenever he needs. Um, Dangerfield had, was had a, had a four week training block. Yeah. And this bloke just goes in there, uh, not flashy, doesn't get his possessions went from uh, 14 to 19, mm. which is great. But it's not at the level of an anti-racial or whatever. But I just think that they needed someone to do a job. And I reckon he's unacceptable. Totally. Job in July. I'll, totally. I'll throw Darcy Fogarty up here too. Yeah. Because um, went from like a, what do we do with this bloke to a, oh, he's fine. Someone texted me last night, actually, knowing that I had a little collect on Sam Taylor. Where do you bet for that? I need to get on Darcy Fogarty for next year. I was like, bro, relax. It's a novelty market. It'll turn up in the next six months. <laughs> I'm running out of time. Yeah. No, nah, but you're right. It would, he kicked 30-odd goals in the last, since around 11 or something. Yeah, he's really strong, yeah. 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 Yep. You just read that off Josh Gallup's TikTok? No, no. He, oh, no. I, <laughs> okay. Josh Gallup text me. Oh, t- anything about Fogarty. I said, mate, funnily enough, he's kicked 29 goals. Oh, so you're the supplier around of the 11. And then he's uh, – that was two weeks Go ago. And then he has added to it, yeah. Do you know he left? I was just listening to that. He, he jumped on a Dill's podcast today for a little break. I did. So he actually left. He was at Carlton Collingwood. He left for 15 minutes to go to go watch the bounce. I, I said why. Yeah. I texted him why. I assume he had some kind of gag like lined up at the bounce, but it's I, been a long, yet to it's see been a long running. If we do not see this, if we do not see this, gag, if he's not on stage doing the Golden Fist or something, I'll be spewing. <laughs> Uh, so who was your? Wait, do we actually get it? Everyone say Brody or uh, I went Tom Atkins. Oh Atkins and yeah, yeah, Brody or Stengel. It's it kind of overlap with that first one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on to coach of the year. I think this one's easy. Craig McRae. Yeah. By the well, length of the I've straight. gone oh, different. And, and, but you don't watch footy. Craig McRae hater. Yeah, but this is coming back. No, Craig McRae was. I was like, oh, it's Craig McRae. You can't vote if you're going to say Bellamy. if you're going to say Ben Rutten, this is a controversial it's choice. Kevin Walters. Uh, no, I'm going to say. 
And this is the, based on a conversation we've had a lot so revolving around Alistair Clarkson. Alistair Clarkson, coach of the year. Ahead of here coach first. Of the year. Uh, got, got, did not lose a game. <laughs> Didn't lose and got another coach sacked, yeah. a president sacked, a CEO walked sacked. Walked, in with, well, Clay, walked in with Clay Thompson during was, game six. He was the most influential coach oh. on the league this yeah, year. He, he emptied yeah. the team out. Uh, no, I've just gone with uh, Chris Scott. Don't oh, yeah. It. yeah, no, that's fair. I think he just got it, like, you know, he found the balance this year. He got well, it humming. Exhibit A was top, like Tom Atkins, for yeah, example, all, and yeah. Sam DeConing. And, uh, and even someone like Max Holmes yeah, going into Max the midfield. Yeah, like back, yeah, backing into Coney yeah. early. Mm-hmm. Um, and best team of the year. He's the coach. Uh, that's that's a hard up. one to argue against. I just think Collingwood, more people. But yeah, Craig, that's unbelievable. A lot of what people would have had, him in, had Collingwood in the bottom four. There yep. wouldn't have been a soul have them in the top four. But even just based on like their results in the tight one, it's almost like he's, he's more than amazing. a coach. He sounds like a guru, like That's some amazing, kind of psychological like, mastermind. What, what about, I don't know if I said it here the other day, if Collingwood don't lose to West Coast at home, <laughs> what are the they finish two? second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. They lost to West Coast in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. I know. Anyway. Unbelievable. Who was playing? Was there a top up that day? I, don't I think they were okay up. that day, West Coast. But they bottom of the there. battle stuff. Okay. This yeah. was in the middle of the top up. So. Yeah, yeah, this was hectic stuff. This was round yeah. four, yeah. So yeah. who did they have? That must have been one of their only early weeks without a top, top up, ups. right? Yeah, there wouldn't have been too many. So the bottom end was sort of Hoff was in his third game. Hugh Dixon was there. Um, Connor West, Luke Foley, Nash obviously played, but they were they were pretty okay. Other than that. Now, just thinking back on that now, that's unbelievable. A guy like Aaron Black who's played, you know, ten years in the Waffle, yeah. one Sandover, mm-hmm. is now like, Oh yeah, I played, but I missed that round when I had to go play AFL. But like, and, like, we're, just, we're, we're, and we've never heard of him again. Yeah, he hasn't He did all the again. media for the week and everything yeah. and then and uh, if you follow the Waffle, you know exactly who Black yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, because like, he's a figure like if you don't follow the Waffle, you'd have no idea who that bloke was. <laughs> and have no idea where he's now. Came and gone. Yeah, great. West Perth. West Perth in the finals, right? West Perth going well, yeah. Yeah, but just... What? Ah, don't worry. I was just looking at that game. Collingwood had seven more scoring shots. Couldn't get it done. Did Unreal. They? Yeah. Who was good for... West Coast kicked 14-3. Who kicked the goals? 14-3 to 10-14. Goodness gracious me. Uh, Kennedy three, Rioli three, Darling two, Ryan two. This is just loaded up. Where yeah. are we? All the premiership guys. Uh, and then rounding it off with best first year player. Uh, well, this is Nick Dacos yeah, pretty comfortably, down, I yeah. think. Mm. Obviously, Sam DeConey. I wanted to give a shout out again to Nick Martin because I feel like he's fallen off the pace in this, which is 100% fine. And it's been the, the age and, demo gets him to a bit, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. But considering everything that happened at Essendon, I mean, he was pretty much the biggest positive for Essendon as a football club this yeah. year, right? Um, and just came out of nowhere. So, absolute shout-out to Nick Martin, but very hard to go past Dacos. Were we surprised he wasn't in the 44-man All-Australian oh, yeah. squad? Could we have squeezed Probably the spot for him? Probably squeeze him in somewhere. Well, I think you may as well. Since when did he go to 44? Just add it, yeah. Yeah. It was 44. Well, there was a little theory floating around that they They'll might do a, a first second and team. second team. Maybe well, they're conditioning it, us for that next year. Mm, that would uh, be my prediction. But, but then if that's the case, pick a team. Like, Get wings. Get yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nah, still no wings. No. We're just going to have two teams Jimmy without Cluggage wings. has been not in four of the squads yes. and has not made and it. He, but even he ended up doing 50% centimetres. Yeah, that, he's tried. Like, it. I just think <laughs> how do I field. get in the side? Brisbane, uh, their collection last night probably reflected how they're going. Yeah, it was only Lockie. That's it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Just a half step, yeah, half step down from so it, the, yeah. Even oh, guys who weren't in that squad like Andrews and Stasevich yeah. who had great years Stasevich could have been a Maynard. Yeah. In that sort of questionable, uh, talking just 
mentioning the awards and everything with Brisbane, the media management of getting Zorko on the radio like that afternoon. Yeah. Which is going to overshadow anything that happened with you know anyone getting Probably selected. Probably part of why they wanted to bury it. Yeah. Oh, well, no, I think yeah, that, like, sorry, you knew it was going to do something. It. Yeah. What, what about, too, it's a Wednesday night. That game was on Friday. Mm. Are we not thinking maybe we just knock it on the head on Saturday? Yeah, but also just, or, or if you haven't done it by now, what are you, like, it's, yeah. just going to feel That's what I mean, what's the point? third of two options. Either yeah. do it straight away or don't we, do it. We'd buried it, hadn't we? It had been buried. It was getting pretty on, close. On Monday, we spoke about But they're about obviously it. making calls behind the scenes, too, because that's Mark Robinson and Caroline Wilson now come out and talk about how much he was provoked and things said about what, what, him. What was said, you know? No, I don't know what was said about him. But, but you it, can imagine, given his are, history. Are, like, yeah, yeah, no. Are we surprised, too, though, in, in the conversation? And I don't know. I've never been in the position, and maybe this Yeah. One. But just get on and go, I really apologise. I shouldn't have said what I said. Like, and then do, that's do, it. do we need to know about the provocation? Well, not if and you do that early enough. But Do I you know what I mean? Now, really now everyone's like, well, then what happened? Yeah. What they um, say, like, Dane, like I just did. Dane Beams also gave me a fair clip. Dane Beams did. Dane Beams was uh, saying, you know, not surprised. How could you not have known? Like, he's uh, he had a go. On what, on what platform? On Instagram. Take a look. I don't know if it's still up, but if uh, story a couple, was of, it? couple of yarns around about it, yeah. Right. Uh, there's a big bit going on in uh, Lion Land. How's Dane Beams going? Gee, he's a good footballer. He was a good footballer. Oh. Like that, I mean, Collingwood paid the price for what they gave to get him back, but mm-hmm. you did that. No one said that was a bad deal at the time. Dane Beams was unbelievable. That last year he was at Brisbane and the year before that. Oh, mate. And even before he went up there. Yeah, it, yeah when, when he's been flags at Collingwood, he was unbelievable. Yeah. Still, uh, I still like, like, he came in with, like, one of the worst tattoos. It's like a t- claw marks revealing an Australian flag on his oh, bicep. Uh. Uh, and it's still there, but he's, it's very hard to see. Um, okay, here we go. Here go. Uh, Dane Beams has labelled former teammate Dane Zorko. Uh, retention of Brisbane Lions captaincy is embarrassing. Uh, embarrassing that he's still captain. Worst thing is I'm not even surprised. Just yeah. reading that off our producer Kate's screen. Thank you, Kate. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Bit there of a Dane off at Brisbane. Bit, there's a Dane off at Brisbane. It's um, a Dane off, everybody. Oh, mate. Dane, Dane, so Dane Beams prom- has written a long... Like spaced and paragraphed, and or is that no? I think that's it. He took a screenshot of a story and then highlighted the video. Okay, so that's on his. Um, But it's it's going to be like I can see them getting knocked out in the first week, and I think about where we thought this Brisbane team would be and where they've ended up. It's a bit of a shambles. It might have to trigger change. There, it might have to trigger real change. They need a star midfielder. Yeah, because they've been close. Yeah, get yeah, Will the, Ashcroft. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, it adds to the uh, next year. Will Ashcroft will come in and he'll average twenty five. Yeah, but um, you know what I mean. Like Lockie's a, a accumulator. Yeah. I think Jared Lyons has probably nearly gone past in terms of speed. They and need stuff. one of um our man Zach or, or Cam Rayner to take a leap to next do year. what uh, a Dusty did at one yeah. stage, a uh, Petrarca did at one stage, yeah. like and it's probably stuff. Bailey's closer. Yeah, it's Bailey for sure. Yeah. Do um, they need more leadership though? Because the the biggest knock on Brisbane is you just you can't trust them. In big games. And we saw that yeah. on Friday night. We've seen it in finals, mm. even in Gabba finals. As soon as the heat goes on, you can't trust them. So what, so. Are you saying? what are you thinking? <sighs> do, you, do you try and grab one of those Hawthorne guys? I know they've done it with Hodge and yeah. Birchall. <laughs> yeah. Is there any left? Do, do you try and grab another one? Xavier Ellis on a halfback flank. Xavier Ellis is the next Hawthorne player. Or your forward pocket these days, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, Liam Shields might be. Yeah. Do you think Liam Shields would be a Clarko? Or is that Target? what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're talking about Gunston. Is that he rang me the other night, Liam Shields, on the Mad Monday? Did he? Yeah, interesting where they were. Facetime me actually. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about this off air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what were we talking about? First year, yeah, it's Nick Dacos. There's no real need. For Not even a convo. Yeah. No, and it's it was uh, 
always going to be the case. There was a, it was a good like the first couple of months. Where there was a really good field. Like Rochelle, well, he won yeah, week one, Rochelle. kick five. Yeah, um, I remember all the Rochelle hype. Yeah. Like three weeks in, where people were like, next, no, it's going to be the next injuries, Toby Green. Right? Yeah. He still could be. It was injuries the second half. Not, not doing yeah, much in the twos. pretty much the whole second half. Oh, he's down to twos, not doing much at all. Yeah, okay. I'm just trying to think what happens next year when they bring Rankine in. Mm. What it's a bit of a, like. It's a bit of a... Um, What's the opposite of a death? It's a bit of a glut. embarrassment of riches. Yeah, Gluttony. it's a glut of sort glut? of those small forwards. Just the short version of it. Just quickly, while I'm looking yeah, at glut. the twos, I think so, yeah. looking for Rochelle's name. Um, dear old Maddie Crouch, forty-one disposals, <laughs> just sitting on top of Didn't the. Didn't they oh now say he's a required player? I said oh the other day. Like, oh, just let me go. Required player, but <laughs> we're not going to play him. I think that was a quote, <laughs> maybe from a player. Oh, okay. Yeah, not yeah. the not a list management yeah. person. Players <laughs> should be banned from saying the phrase "required player." Can players can't say that. If Matt Crouch goes his exit interview, says, "Oh, you're a required player. We're not. We're not going to consider a trade this year." I'd <laughs> just say, requ- "Let me go." Require this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, well, that's the six. Beautiful. And we've already done hardball bets. Saves yeah. already lost for the week. <laughs> that's um, a new record. Yeah, that is a record. We've already <laughs> lost it before, before the pod the goes pod, to air. Yeah, before we've even edited it, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just oh. cut that out if we can. Just. So my bet this week is... No, um, yeah, yeah. No, this is not West happening. Coast <laughs> AFLW to lose by 60. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, this has been the Hardball Gets AFL show. Completely packed for work in the weekend. This podcast was brought to you by the new Mazda BT50 SP. It's a complete package. We'll see you next time. Thank you.